the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Ready? It's time for Milberger's Gardening, South Texas. Two hours of gardening facts and fun with Dr. Jerry Parsons and Dr. Calvin Finch. To be a part of the show, call 308-8867. That's 308-8867. Or toll free at 866-308-8867. And now, live from Milberger's Landscape and Nursery at 1604 and Bulverde Road, here's your host, Milton Blake. The answer, KLUP, Terrell Hills, San Antonio. I'm Milton Glick along with Dr. Calvin Fish, Mark Peterson in for Dr. Jerry Parsons, and we're ready to talk gardening with you. It's a pleasant day here at Mill Burgers at 1604 and Boulevard. He says that every time. Actually, actually compared compared to the last few weeks. Yeah, this is uh, actually... And there's uh, people out here to, uh, as evidence of that, too. I think we're seeing more people than we've had in the past couple of times. So, uh, and some neat stuff. Um, tomatoes, so, tomatoes. Yeah, uh, you went and looked at the tomatoes. What did you see? Oh, well, I, I'll tell you, I went and got a load, a new load of tomatoes and bought some more. They're just unbelievable. There's uh, BHN 968 yeah. and Ruby I, Crush oh, good. and Red good. Snapper and Tara. It's an excellent selection. Yeah. I mean, uh, it's, it's really wonderful. You, you want to get them in. You don't want to wait too long now but you because you want to get them in. I think, Mark, did you? No. Who was? Oh, yeah, yeah. was my neighbor, Bart, who's a, a good gardener that uh, has, has a bunch of tomatoes. He he potted up the, the four-inchers into one-gallon containers because he, he, he thought... Uh, thought ahead on this heat and said this would he plants everything in big containers yeah. but he thought ahead on it and so he thought he'd gain some root root area and top uh, before he planted them into the full sun uh, so that that worked that worked well but uh yeah with that, those kind of choices um de- determinants in and uh, semi-determinate heat set in tomatoes um should be pretty successful but yeah, so uh, last week I got two. I got uh, two cherries. Uh, well, I got a pear and a cherry. So I got Ruby Crush, and I got the BHN nine sixty eight. My so, th- my two favorite tastes. Yeah, right, right. So it was like uh, on the phone. I was going, well, this is my choice, and this is Calvin's choice, and the decision was bring home both of them. Mm-hmm. So that's what I did. Uh, and I got some mint. Hmm. Um, you know what? Mint is really good. It is. Yeah. Really? I was surprised it, it was in the sun. Cause it's normally so I difficult it's to grow, though. I know. It takes over the whole yard. Are you be, yeah, I was wondering if you were being a little yeah, facetious, yeah. Or, a little uh, sarcastic. It, it, yes. If yeah. you wanted to grow mint, you put it in a container, so away from anything else. Yeah, yeah but they had spearmint, chocolate mint, and pineapple mint. Oh. 
So what do you use it for? For uh, for drinks or for recipes of some uh, kind? I I, I use it for your beverages myself. Uh, Uh, Do you put it in iced tea? Hot chocolate. Uh, Yeah. Obviously, I mean, it's not... Oh, yeah, I didn't think about that. I don't have a lot of hot chocolate down here in Texas. <laughs> have you, I, I do have the packets. Have you been nibbling on them yet, or you're waiting until they get bigger? No, I didn't nibble. Yes, you are correct. So does pineapple mint taste like pineapple? Yep. Oh, wow. Okay. And so does the chocolate one. Yeah. It tastes like pineapple, too? Yeah, they're yeah. distinctive. Yeah. yeah. They're so think strong. of, uh, well, what was it, uh, peppermint pit patty? What was uh, the silver thing in the round? Uh... Oh, yeah. Um, oh. Papa's out here. <laughs> Folks, yeah. They, yeah. Uh, oh, what is it called? He's sounding like Jerry now. Forgetting. <laughs> yeah. I'm channeling a little Jerry. God, darn it. What is it called? Yeah. So. Uh, York. 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 Pat- York peppermint yeah. patty? Yeah. Okay. So that's what that tastes like. Okay. The chocolate one. Really? Yeah. Ooh, I want one of those now. Okay. Well, you get one right here at, at yeah, Millburgers. Millburgers. Nice job. Yeah. Okay. And I went and got yeah, another. I got another Tam Mild. Uh, Tam uh, jalapeno. Oh, here. good. They look good. They're looking strong. Lots of lots of uh, several peppers. Wow. Did you get any peppers, Mark? I didn't get any because uh, I didn't have any room uh-huh. to grow them in. But I was I, I have a little uh, gardening chat, the group that I'm on, and uh, they're like a lot of people. I can I can understand they're they're not from here. And they're quite asking, what kind of vegetables can I be growing? And I went, oh, let me tell you, peppers. Mm-hmm. Uh, the purple one, I always forget. The aubergine. Eggplant? Uh, eggplant. Okay. Uh, okra. Um, a little sweet potatoes. Now, you know, the uh, uh, folks, uh, some gardeners are, t- are trying to go uh, grow um, Oh, squash. Oh, yeah. yeah, we have squash out there. Yeah, and I, I some uh, some gardeners have success with it. I I find it uh, pretty hot. I, I kind of would wait uh, wait a month. So yeah, if you remember Mil- uh, Milton, my little mnemonic device, I said what goes in in August is tomatoes, and I kind of fudged a little bit. I kind of like said squash at the end of the month, maybe. Yeah, was and, it then, and then in September, and by something, what was, yeah, it, what was it again? You and Paul came up with it. Is that the wrong one? Oh no, that's the wrong one. Okay, uh, but then, um, yeah, the month of September, you're putting in your coal crops, your broccoli, okay. your cauliflower. So just about one month away. Yeah, and then in October, you're doing your leafy. That's okay, your spinach. Lettuce, coal. The real, yeah. the real gardening starts yeah. then. It's it, and and these it's all variable. These are just general rules of thumb, but it's just kind of a guide. For any, Did you about. see any Lajos out there still? Yes. Yeah. Oh, good. That's what yeah. I got. Yeah. Oh, I, okay. Is that what you got? The litter? Okay. Yes, I saw okay, them last I mean, I week, just, and uh, just, I didn't have a chance to look through it right, just, right now. Just one I got. So. Okay. Because I'm not those. a big pepper. You didn't see any celebrity peppers in the, uh, I'm sorry, celebrity tomatoes in the tomatoes, did you? Absolutely. Yes. Ooh. So yes. we should buy some and start collecting seeds? Or are these a celebrity plus? Oh, yeah. If you went for Jerry's uh Yeah, project. But, yeah. But, but didn't Jerry also say there were some f- faux celebrities out there? 
I don't know. I, 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 thought, I thought he was he was saying he that said there, there was may some, be he, some folks. Well, he celebrity. said the celebrity plus. Yeah, yeah, which I, I think he. But, but he, but he did want us to get all the all the seed possible. Okay. And and to channel Jerry a little bit more, there is on plantanswers.com. There is an article on how to actually do your tomato seeds. So, I would get the celebrity, and then the 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 tomato I get off of it. I would just instead of eating it, I would just. Well, you would eat, eat some of them. You, generally, most people get more than two. Two tomatoes off of No. Them. Really? <laughs> yeah. All these years, yeah, y'all have yeah. never mentioned that to me. I've been happy with the one or two that I've gotten, thinking, well, sure, it was a lot of work and effort, but you know, just, you know, I get, it's their homegrown, so. So for Jerry's experiment, you probably, if you had four good size, okay, well, we better check with them, but... But I mean, he's he's talking about a number I, of sources. Yeah, I'm, not, I'm, I'm thinking, you know, if there's five, you, know, you have four, and then one, uh, and then one. I keep one for a seed. Yeah, yeah, I got it. Okay, I'll do that tomorrow. Are they in the little ones or the big ones? They're in the gallons or the? Yeah, no, they're, oh, they're, they're in, in, the, in the ones. Okay. Oh, they're At both. They're, they're both. Oh, they're both. Okay. Okay. Yeah, because there there's some uh, four inches. Uh, can I do celebrity in a container? Mm-hmm. I can. Absolutely. It has to be big enough, though. Okay. How big? At least a five. Oh, uh, I can. Yeah, I would. I got a five. Yeah. <laughs> Fifteen gallons. Yeah, I would. Yeah, that's why I said at least a five. Uh, okay. Kind of looking. For I might have a fifteen gallon. I don't so, have uh, a- uh, some of those citrus. They're fives. Yeah. Yeah, it's just easier. Okay. The bigger the better. All right. Words, yeah. Oh, and the, we the, the the bigger the less watering you have to. Do. I will bring a picture if I need to, but you may know already. So, after years, and it may have been the heat, but Laura swears it was the the insects, the poinsettia which we put outside. I mean, we had this thing forever like two or three years mm-hmm. and we put it outside and we watered it and chuffed mm-hmm. but it got these little white bugs all over it and then it went kaput pretty quickly after that and now the uh salvia that we got is was that what we got at the uh festival of flowers yeah i believe mystic yeah i believe it's mystic okay. spires that i had uh, originally ordered okay now that has little white bugs all over it what is what is what white bugs? So now we're worried yeah, about that one. You don't have any spinosad at home. No, we can get some. Okay, yeah. that's what I would use. Uh, probably mealy bugs. Okay, because uh, Mary was complaining about mealy bugs too. Yeah, but is this mealy bugs you wait too long. They're tough to control. Mealy okay. bugs with uh, One of the reasons they call mealy is they have this white cottony stuff around them that they produce. Oh, okay. They, they are a sucking insect, and they uh, like an are aphid. prolific. Aphid with a fur coat. Yeah, there you go. Oh, okay. I okay. like that, but I don't want them anymore. No. Okay, get some so, s- so spinosad, spinosad. Spinosad, and you probably will put a little uh, dishwater soap in there um, to cut through the fur coat. Oh, oh, okay. So you get the spinosad yeah, on the insect itself. Because do you remember Cherry, the ordeal he went through when he was trying to... Control mealybugs in the green, huh? Green oh, that's right. So, so do you so think Mark's that- saying that the the to give it a little the, the spinosad a little bite? You yeah. was that the same thing that um, probably took out the poinsettia? 
I'm not sure. Uh, I, my, I lost my two-year poinsettia, too, yeah. which upset uh, my home health aide, uh, Yolanda. She's been nursing it along. and and So uh, is Laura. Laura was very upset. I was on a uh, one of the green trails on the south side of town and walking along, and I saw a plant, and it just... What is that plant? I can't figure it out. Well, this plant was a wild, wild plant. Sorry, sorry. Uh, no, wild me. plant along the trail, and I just what couldn't I figure it out? And all of a sudden, I'm driving along about two weeks later, and it was a poinsettia that, that oh. had grown wild, or somebody Very had cool. planted that after Christmas. So they do grow on the on the, on the south side of town, um, but they have uh, a big leaf and it's very sensitive to. Oh, there was one. Yeah, I'm worried that it was just the heat and the the, the dryness, even though it was in a, mm. we were watering in a pot. Um, there was one, it was many years ago, at uh, Alamo Heights, I think, United Methodist Church that was like all the way up the wall. So it was protected. It was a, on the south-facing... Um, and Alamo Heights United? Yeah, there's a couple of courtyards. They have a, a courtyard that's south-facing. I think that's what it is. East and north-facing. Is it? It's is that the one that's on? Is it Bassey and? The address is Bassey, but it's like Tree Line and. Okay, Bassey. yeah, maybe that's the same one. But anyway, it was real tall and pretty, yeah. and I'm guessing that was that was helped out by the the fact that it was not didn't get any north wind. Yeah, it was protected on two sides and it faced south. Okay, south or west, I think. I think it was West. Well, 210-308-8867. Anyway, yes. Just give me the number because there are people that have questions. I want to get them in. 210-308-8867. Toll free. It's 866-308-8867. Let's, Mark did this uh, last week, I think. But let's. What'd you do? You get a. Uh, just tell people. Uh, now, if they're, their pecans are like mine and uh, mm. the oaks. The oaks stop. The pecans are dropping mm-hmm. some of the leaves. Um, is this a, a just a, a def, uh, this is all we can support? Drop? Yeah, so unless the pecans have a consistent water source, i.e. like a, wa- a river or a stream or something, uh, or frequent watering, they're going to be shutting down in the drought. And the heat, so they're going to be losing, first of all, their nuts. That'll be number one, then their leaves. So if you, if you want to maintain your nut crop, you're going to have to be watering deeply and frequently. With pecans, that means more than a, an inch a week. Oh, yeah. Two inches a week. It's a probably, well, yeah, inch or two inches every other week, you know, something like that. So that it's a good, good, thorough soaking. Uh, good luck. <laughs> now he really reads my um. Yeah, really, I, think, really well. I think so. Yeah. The um. So in the neighborhoods by San Pedro Springs, this has always been my hey, theory. I was just there. Were you this morning? That's All where right. I was. Now those don't get watered. I bet they're then now. The nut crop is good, but even if you go through the neighborhood, which apparently I'm guessing they must have planted pecan trees as a tree when they built the homes, 
because you can look straight down the line, down the street, and see yeah. the country. It may have been an orchard. Well, that's what I was wondering, yeah. too. Uh, probably those were, if it was on the west side of town, it uh, could have been well, Arthur's. But this is uh, this is next to going north. Yeah, uh, from uh, going like, north from San Pedro Springs. Yeah, along uh, Flores and that type. Yeah, of thing. like off, off yeah. like Alta Vista, yeah, Beacon yeah. Hill. Yeah. Our neighborhood had uh, had had pecans planted in those those rows. Of course, we have no soil. It's just amazing. Well, we'll see, and that's why I'm getting that. As you move away from the the park. You are getting less and less and less soil. Yeah, I mean, pretty much they go through Hildebrand, and that's it. And And then people do have them afterwards, but there's not that. I don't remember there being those rows uh, of them. No, no, no. In Beacon Hill, it's probably the most uh, good. Most good? Sure. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, English? Uh, The best example that we have in that area. Um, That in parts of Highland Park on the southeast side. Okay. We have those rows and rows and rows of trees. uh, Different types, but a lot of them are pecans. But the thing is... But are they able to tap into the springs? No. Oh, okay. No. um, Because we didn't water ours ever, and we always... it would always seem to be okay. Yeah, there's, there's there's areas in Beacon Hill that have very good soil. It's, after you come up of Alta Vista, up the hill a little bit, then you are looking at all these areas which are fairly flat and have fairly decent soil. I still would not put a pecan up there, but many people have, and they've done okay with the appropriate amount of water. Now, did the ones in uh, San Pedro Springs have... Uh uh, some of them, uh, and that was the example. I was on a tree walk, oh. and uh, we used that example. There was a pecan that was uh, half dead. Oh wow! And we're and going, and you know, if this was planted about 200 yards that way, further down, it would have been fine. Rain, it, it would be better. It would not have been oh. fine, but it would have been better. So, but this was up the hill towards the tennis courts. What is a tree walk? Uh, it was from a, a lovely nonprofit called the Bear Branches Alliance. Okay, so this was not something the public can do. Oh or? yeah, yeah, yeah. Please, yeah. You would go to their website and who is uh, it? Bear Branches, B E X A R. You know, Bear okay. Branches. Kind of a play on words. Bear uh-huh. Branches Alliance, and they there it is. Come yeah, their, their their mission is to plant trees and maintain trees. Okay. So not just plant them, but maintain them. Hmm. And they're um, they're searching for grants right now. But this is one of the f- one of the things they like to do is, is have uh, tree tree walks and tree talks uh, in, in many parks across town. And uh, I was just there as an advisor, but I was called upon with my vast wealth of knowledge mm-hmm. as the leader had said and there's Mark Peterson he has a, well, a vast wealth of knowledge yeah wow it's been confirmed now yes so let's see what's happening in August there's a work day a work day and that's all I see uh, I, don't know, I don't know if I'm going to a lot of those work days. I'm already tired. <laughs> I've just read about the work days. All right, we're going to take a quick break. Yeah, right. But, uh, yes, it is. It's Bear 
uh, branches.org. Yeah. No, well, there's no alliances oh, oh, okay. in the website. Bearbranches.org. But, yes, it is the Bear Branches Alliance. So, cool. We should have them on the show. Oh, that would be wonderful. 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. We've got more of Millburgers Gardening South Texas coming up. I'm Milton Glick along with Dr. Calvin Finch, Mark Peterson. And your calls will come back after this on 930 AM, The Answer. Gardening South Texas on 9.30 a.m., The Answer. Hey, speaking of watering efficiently and effectively, there's a tool that Millburgers has here called the Tree Hugger Sprinkler that allows you to do just that. The Tree Hugger Sprinkler is great. I encourage you to go to their website, treehuggersprinklers.com, and uh, you will see the video on how it all works. Uh, but I'll try to describe it using the magic of sound on radio. There are three sizes. There's the 7-inch I guess 7-inch diameter, the 11 and the 15. And uh, you could, if you could see that, I went wider and wider. Well, well, it was like a paper plate and then a oh, bigger plate. Oh, very good, yeah. And then, I don't know, platter or something. There you go. So it looks like a big donut. Yeah. Yeah, okay. So you take that, uh, if you got that newly planted tree. Is that a Boston cream? No, no, no. It's <laughs> oh. more like a glaze. Oh. Um, and it's got a hinge on it. Oh, yeah, I haven't, hit, I haven't opened it yet. Oh, okay, okay. And so you can open it up and then close it or hug it around the tree. Now, you go back, and you can do this one of two ways. And actually, I think Jerry was the very first one, and I was worried, and then the company came up and said suggested this method. So I don't know if Jerry invented this or not. But you can turn it all the way up, and you can just turn it a little bit from the, uh, the spigot. So it waters right there, right yeah. by the root ball. And if you want to water further away, you just turn it a little um, little uh, faster, a little more I water. I can't, I can't do an impact. It's, it's not an impact. It, no. I think that's right. And if I pass out, go ahead and finish. the. <laughs> so check out Tree Hugger Sprinklers here at Mill Burgers. But it's a great way to efficiently and effectively uh, water. And right now that's so important to make sure that you're doing it right. I even use it uh, when our, on our watering day to water the yard, and I just keep moving it, and it makes a big difference. It's surprising. Um, anyway, Tree Hugger Sprinklers right here at Millburgers and at HEB. 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867, toll-free, 866-308-8867. I'm trying to think of what else are people experiencing right now. Um, I think uh, hot weather might be one of the things. Yeah. I do, but I meant what was the hot weather creating? What kind of problems? Oh, no, Are but, there any advantages to the hot weather? Like there may be less, uh, less insects? Surprising. Less... My next article next Saturday t- mm-hmm. talks about the uh, uh, what's blooming. And it's amazing how many things yeah. are, bl- are blooming right now that... Uh, of course, here, if you're here at Millburgers, you'll see right. a lot of them, but Duranta and... Uh, yeah, so zinnias I remember my, my favorite of the shrubs, the Mark's Five favorite shrubs. So you got to have Esper- Texas Gold Esperanza well, uh, and Prior Barbados. Gold Star. Gold Star. 
Gold Star. Yeah. Gold Star, okay. Gold Star Esperanza. Pride of Barbados. Uh, Pride of Barbados. Firebush. Mm-hmm. And, and Cenizo, to tell you when the rain's coming. Yes. And, and, it, and it was correct last yeah, Sunday, by the way. Uh, yeah, yeah. Just saying. I know. There are uh, scoffers out there. You know, uh, and, and, and then, Mexican yeah. honey, honeysuckles. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I know. That's, that's, not, one Mark, and then that's not one of Mark's big five. Yeah. And then Red Yucca. Oh, well, oh, I know. Yeah. But, okay, uh, so you do you have a big five? No, but I have uh, on my article, I have oh. some that I have mentioned. Uh, I left off a few. One of the things that Bart wanted me to remind everybody that he and Jerry are in cahoots about uh, <laughs> is the... Uh, the Bart and the, Jerry game. Yeah, they're the, uh, pruning, uh, deadheading the Pride of Barbados yeah, so that you can have a, a new bloom in the, in the fall. But he, he warns everybody when he and Jerry, uh, Jerry were working on that together, they, uh, if, you, if you do that uh, deadheading and you expect uh, new blooms, you've got to really water, which is unusual for a Pride of Barbados. But he, he says if the rain's not there and if you're not watering, that the, the chances are that the uh, plant is going to react by having a new set of blooms in the fall is much smaller than and than before so that's that's a uh, if, if that if you experience that when you work with them last time that may be one of the reasons because yeah. we don't we usually don't water any of mark's big five yeah i know but i was also going to say on that one full disclaimer uh they're all watering by hand Milton. not by not by sprinkler they're watering by hand Wink, yeah. wink, nudge, nudge. Mm. Oh, yeah. Oh. Uh, you wouldn't water by sprinkler those so. plants anyway. Yeah. Okay, is that because you can water more often? Yes, okay. you can water more often. I so so I, w- I would agree with them that uh, I, I don't know how much it would, how much water in they're talking about, but certainly you'd, you'd want to do it a, a couple of times uh, with, with by hand with a, with a sprinkler head and. I'm not a sprinkler head, but a hand-watering wand and trying to get it well-watered. Yeah, we'll have to. And this is one of the things I, one of the things I miss about Paul was, was his, and I've said this before, but I don't know if Mark was here when I said it, was that, yeah, if Paul was taking Mark's place and kind of a subbing, Paul would be talking about the Pride of Barbados. And now there's a beautiful one on the corner of such and such and such and such, and it's like, yeah. Yeah. And then the next question would be about a magnolia. And up oh, there's a beautiful one, a great example of the point. <laughs> yeah. So, but you see the, but I was going to say, you see the poinciennas all around town. They're, yes. Uh, and that's why, Barbados. I, that's why I go, that's one of my, you know, five favorites. I, and uh, because you see them. Yeah. I, I want to, I, I certainly don't expect very many people to, that if they're blooming like most of these. So to cut the poinciennas yeah, yeah. are, they cut them, yeah. They're spectacular yeah, I, I would, right now. Yeah, yes, it is difficult for uh, people, particularly Texans, if there's like one leaf left on the branch, you know, we don't have to cut it, or one one petal left on a flower, no, don't cut it. So when 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 most of the leaves are off, at least fifty percent, or at least fifty percent of flowers are gone, you go ahead and, and okay. cut it. Okay. 
Well, and we wait on Well, we, oh, I was going to get, get in an argument with him. Because, Go do it. Because of the— Don't uh, let him get away with that. Because of the, the low-flying birds. Oh, that's right. Yeah, longer uh, you can, longer you can leave uh, even all right even uh, uh, wilted plants. The more cover prize bird, and the more uh, food sources, right. insects and okay, stuff. Okay, so I had to pull back a little bit. There was uh, about two weeks ago taking care of all these zinnias. I think they were dreamland, and. Uh, all the all the all the seeds in there, and I didn't deadhead them for that very reason. Yeah, there were oh, lots of seeds in there. I I went ahead and got uh, help me on the uh, what what's the selection that Trace likes? It's very, perfusion, perfusion, yeah, perfusion. Good work, Mark. Um, I mean, what's your name? Milton. Uh, Milton. <laughs> uh, but the perfusion is uh, is I've got a new appreciation for it because it's it's beautiful, and I've. Use it this summer for the first time, and it's the blooms are hanging right in there. Uh, but Dreamland is hard to beat. Yeah, that's a beautiful place. And by the way, I believe we have both here uh, uh, in that I first see, table. Isn't I it? saw a few Dreamland yeah. too. Yeah, that and that's what surprised me because I had already gone ahead and bought the provision. <laughs> and I, I said, if if I had seen uh, those first, would I've got those? Uh, when you first walk into Millburgers, uh, the first table to your left, I believe there's some uh, both Dreamland and Profusion. And uh, the advantage of Profusion is that they are pr- probably a little more drought tolerant. They also uh, uh, don't get, aren't, aren't as prone towards uh, mil- mildew, or uh, hmm. yeah. you don't have to you don't have to deadhead them as much as. Uh, dreamland, but Mark's right on Dreamland. If you let them drop their seed, the next thing you know, besides the cardinals and the goldfinches, mm-hmm. you'll have uh, new plants up. <coughs> and what time? Let's see. What do we got? How many more months before Thanksgiving? Oh my goodness! Well, it's the end of July. Yeah. Uh, August, August, September, August, October, October November. November. Four more you'll months have, until Thanksgiving. You'll have uh, new blooms at least a, yeah, a month say, of and, blooms, and then. Cut flowers for the table. Yeah. Yeah. So what else we had? The uh, So that's my two favorite is the Cora series of the Vinca. Okay. And Zinnias. Those are my two favorites for the summer, as well as a lovely Portulaca out there on on this table right here. Okay. So those are my go-tos for uh, bed, bedding plants in the summertime. Very cool. And then uh, if you got uh, shade, oh, pentas aren't a bad choice. No, no, no. That's exactly what I had. In fact, I'm growing on my apartment patio right now. I got the pentas. I picked up a few. 210-308-8867 is our number. Call us with your gardening question at 210-308-8867. How are your Whopper begonias doing? Uh, um, they're starting to show a little heat stress. Thank you. Good. Well, not good, but at least I thought it was just mine. Yeah, I was just uh, we we moved two weeks shade ago, a little bit. two weeks ago. I was just amazed that they yeah. were, but now they now they are a bit. Uh, so what do you now? Did you are yours in the ground or yours in containers? Mine are in containers. Did you move them a little bit to give them some more shade or no? I just uh, what did you do? Just uh, keep watering them. Okay. I I'm kind of let's see. It's the end of. Uh, 
July now. We got August. Yeah, August will continue to be a yeah, bit of a stress. August will be hot. The uh, well, say- part of, part of it is this uh, a leaf drop a little bit. My expectation, my uh, I've got the mesquite, but also uh, live oaks and pecans, and they're not providing as much shade as I usually expect for them. But I'm counting on them to to uh, survive. Yeah, might have to might have to. Uh, Prune some of the some burnt leaves off or so, but but yeah, there are those that are on the edge of the the light tolerance. Yeah, are, could, are could that diminished shade be part of uh, drought as a, as well? You, you're using. I'm being sarcastic. Uh, are you losing some leaves because of, of drought? Well, I don't on a, a container. I'm, I don't think. Uh, you know, if you're no, wild. no, no. I'm not the overhead shade for the begonias. Oh. I thought you said that oh, you're yeah. losing oh. a little shade. Oh, that's that's why I'm losing the shade. Yeah, yeah, yeah. okay. Yeah, yeah, I don't I don't water the lawn, so okay. Uh, so take so kind of trim them up and clean them up a little bit. Let yeah, them. yeah, and I wouldn't be too impatient with them. Okay, because they they'll recover quickly. But then then when we get to cooling weather if that ever happens um, <laughs> then you'll you'll have to do a little clean up a little pruning wow <laughs> if it ever rains again yeah, yeah okay well i can do that and the uh someday we might instead vin- of whopper begonias you'll have uh, and cactus and vinnie's children are coming back are they they're still trying the vincas uh-huh. yeah so did you hear about no, Vinny the Vinca? No I, no, I didn't hear about that. You didn't hear about Vinny the Vinca? Yeah, no. Oh, Vinny uh, made it through. Again, Vinny was a uh, a product of, or was, so last year. One of, one of the from, periwinkles? One of the yeah. Vincas? Okay, yeah. And in all overwintered? Overwintered in, in a container. Uh, in a container. Yeah, we took him out, and we put him in a one-gallon, and brought him in the house, and, and pampered him. And then uh, in the spring, we put him out, and he was very happy. And then I think we overwatered him. Oh. Poor Vinny. He was doing great. But uh, but his little kids are coming up. Did yeah, you yeah. have a plant where you, like, put it, uh, covered it, but you forgot about it? Uh, I mean, you had, like, another plant on top of it, another pot, and all of a sudden you lifted the pot, and there was this other plant? Or am I thinking about somebody else? No. I mean, okay. he's coming up in the same pot that the begonias are in. Oh, okay. Then the, his kids are. Okay. Now he was in his own little thing. We just oh. we just dug out the dug out the roots, did a little circle thing around the roots, popped him out, put him in a one gallon, and he was very happy in the house. And then, and then the water set in. Then, then, I think we overwatered him. Well, see. yeah. If you don't with uh, vincas, if you don't let it dry out between the watering, now so. it's generally pretty easy in this heat. Yeah. One day without watering, and uh, so did you're ready for push more. Push a little fish meal or fish bones in, and then you you pour pour the water in. And said you're sleeping with the fishes. No, <laughs> we wouldn't do that to poor Vinny. Are you using stereotypes? <laughs> All right, two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Toll free. It's eight six six. 
308-8867. Let's take the opportunity while we got it to take another quick break. We'll be back in a moment. 210-308-8867. What's going on in your gardening world? Talk to us. 210-308-8867. We're coming up on 930 AM. The answer. Just look around. Welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, on 930 AM. The answer, 210-308-8867. Milton Glick, along with Mark Peterson, in for Dr. Jerry Parsons and Dr. Calvin Finch, sitting on the porch here at Millburgers. Actually, a pleasant day, I'm going to call it. Uh, it's uh, The wind's died down, though, so we'll see. But, uh, yeah, uh, come on out here and visit with us in person. Had a nice man come and... Uh, Ask us about uh, his daughter's plant uh, before the show started, so Calvin was able to help him out with that. Uh, you don't even have to come on the air. It's okie dokie. Uh, just uh, come on out and visit us at 1604 on Boulevardy Road or call us at 210-308-8867. On the break, uh, Mark, uh, one of you guys can pick it up. You were talking about Gardening Volunteers of South Texas. You want to? Yeah. Uh, so actually, uh, Calvin helped form them a long time ago. Uh, it's a great nonprofit group. Mm-hmm. Uh, they meet once a month at the uh, uh, garden center, which is right next door to the botanical gardens. And they have great speakers uh, ask for donations. It's potluck. So everybody brings some food. Uh, there's a wonderful person named Ron Seal. He'll sharpen all your tools Ooh. for a donation. Okay. Uh, usually we ask $5, but he'll do that. Uh, Dr. Tom Harris used to do it. And since he's passed, yeah. Ron, uh, Ron has been doing it. It's great, great. I have all my tools uh, sharpened by Ron and, and ready to go. August is a wonderful month to get your tools sharpened. You're not doing a whole lot of pruning or cutting. But it's a good time to get everything ready for the fall. So what kind of tools will, will just... Oh. So hand pruners, my loppers. Oh, oh. Uh, Can't do the saws. Yeah, the loppers, uh, the pruners. Uh, okay. My, saw, my saws are specialty saws. They're called diamond teeth and uh, triangle teeth. So they're very, very, very hard to sharpen. What about knives? I'm sure he could do a knife. Oh, good. Okay. Uh, I wouldn't. I wouldn't recommend using a knife on a plant, but Ooh. you could. You could use Some it. Some of our plants are causing trouble. Yeah. I got to stay protected in the garden. You got a machete? No, I need one. Yeah. Well, sometimes you do. Okay. Yeah. But we're not gonna. We're not gonna promote it here. Don't judge on me. Kel, on K Loop, we're not oh. gonna promote use of shev- okay. machetes. All right. So Ron. Uh, but yeah. So 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 anyway. Yeah. Thank you. Get me on back on track. Yeah. So the gardening volunteers of, of South Texas, uh, they also have a wonderful website with lots of information mm-hmm. and these wonderful videos. What? Yes. These videos in there. Uh, they're called Go Gardening. And uh, they talk about a host of issues, uh, uh, how-to issues, design issues. And um, Milton, how do you find that? Well, it's gardeningvolunteers.org is the website. And yeah, yeah. All- For our radio audience, he's busily looking. Yeah, I'm looking his, it up to make sure. Where are the videos? Hmm? You have to scroll down just a little bit. It should be... Go gardening. It should be like a big tab. 
Now, these uh, okay. the gar- gardening volunteers of South Texas are uh, an- another vo- wonderful volunteer organization, just like the Master Gardeners. Oh, well, quite a bit different. Master Gardeners, you have to do the required classes, and then you have to maintain volunteer service, so many hours of volunteer service to maintain your status in the Master Gardeners. But the gardening volunteers in South Texas is almost as much fun, and it's almost uh, almost the, the tasks are almost as important uh, the, that they get involved in, too. So it's not requirement, but the tasks are still important and much needed. And fun. And you fun. You learn a lot. Learn a lot. <laughs> so... Uh, now, so I, I, I can hear somebody out there saying, fun in 100-degree uh, <laughs> heat. But yeah, We have a different view of fun. Uh, Jerry and I and, and Calvin. Milton, you probably have noticed that. We have a yeah. different different viewpoint of fun. All right. But, yeah, so gardeningvolunteers.org. And it's, a, it's a, one of the many organizations. Uh, yeah, we have wonderful, lots of wonderful organizations yes, we do. here. Uh, we, uh, as Calvin mentioned, the Master Gardeners are, are great. Uh, I had mentioned earlier today uh, the Bear Branches Alliance. Uh, that's one I'm involved with. Uh, we had uh, Alamo Forest Partnership, which is also associated with the Bear Branches Alliance, which uh, helped start. So they're, they're, they're fabulous uh, groups that you can participate in. And, well, uh, I, I'm missing one. What, what am I trying to uh, miss? Well, uh, talk about master gardeners. Talk about gardening volunteers in South Texas. So, some of our garden clubs, including the men's garden club, who, of course, includes both women and men, uh, are really into volunteer service and identifying projects that are worthy and uh, spending the time uh, and the knowledge uh, to get uh, them work. I forgot the Native Plant Society. That's another good one. Mm. So, but, yes, uh, and and I just want to say you, you make lifelong friends at all these groups. That's I'm, cool. I'm, I'm thinking I'm thinking one of my, my really good friends uh, with the Men's uh, Garden Society, John. John will call in. John, please call in with a question. Yeah. But uh, John, is there. He, he always sits in front when I make a talk. And I'm going, oh, Lord. John sitting in front of the front row. He's going to be asking a lot of questions. And does he? Yes. Okay. But they're always good. They're good questions. And so, yes, if you're out there, John, make a phone call. What's that number again, Milton? 210 8867-210-308-8867. So y'all didn't quite answer. Okay. Um, trying to put a positive spin because the glass is half full. Um, is there anything like coming out of this heat we should see less fire ants? I'm, make, I'm making up stuff. Less uh, bugs or something or... Less spider mites or anything. Uh, well, not, 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 not the spider mites. Fewer weeds. I mean, no, I know these are uh, all wrong, but I'm trying no, to... No, 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 you're actually right. There will be less fire ants because, really? yes, they will go down deeper into the soil trying to find their moisture. And so you, you tend to see less of them. Uh, less bugs, yeah, you tend to see less uh, uh, grasshoppers and other bugs. Uh, do you see more spider mites? Oh, no, no. You see more and more spider mites in the heat. Okay, uh, yeah. I've you will see uh, fewer weeds, too. I would just... I was going, okay, I was going, yeah, 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 ye
Oh, yeah, because uh, if, the, if we get that rain again, yeah. those seeds are just sticking, sticking uh, sitting an inch thick yeah. on the top of that bare yeah. soil. Ah. Ready so, for action. Yeah. So, so what uh, should you do now, the, so, uh, the uh, pre-emergent or the... Well, no, you... Uh, I'd have to read the label, but um, you could. Generally, we don't do it in the summertime. Mar- okay. March 1st is when I, oh, okay. uh, you do yeah. it for... Sandburrs. Yeah. And, so I, and, uh, and and Trace is always fond of saying, yeah, you do it three times a year. Okay. So you do it early in the year, a little bit later, like around the latter part of April. And then, again, you do it uh, around Diaz-Ysais, which is always the way I used to remember right. it for for the cool season. Now, for, okay. the, for the winter winter weeds, you probably do it about September 1. Yeah. That's okay. what that that's my September one. I I did it about the middle of the sixteenth, uh, uh, as he says. Um, excuse me. Hey, we have Todd on the line at two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. I just want to make sure we get Todd in before we go to the news. Hey, Todd, welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How are you doing today? I'm doing well, thanks. How are you? Good, good. What can we help you with? I got a question. I've got a cross line uh, on. Uh, fence in our backyard on, on both sides and it's doing really well it's been in the ground about a year and a half but in one section um, the leaves are brown they've got brown spots on them the leaves are turning yellow on a few of the vines and I didn't know if that was because the neighbor's over watering or if there's anything else you think might cause so, that and anything I could do other than prune it Yeah. Uh, so it's cross vine Calvin uh, if you didn't hear that cross, cross vine is pretty uh, pretty tough. Uh, how long has it been in? Just a year? Yeah, uh, uh, a year ago this spring, so about a year and a half. Okay, and uh, and so it's just a part of the plant showing that symptom. Yeah, you know, I probably have you know thirty of them planted, and, and it's okay. only like three of them, and and uh, some of the the shoots are they're just dying altogether, but the ones next to them are fine. I. I think yeah, I think it's probably it's probably water and just. Uh, I, I was going to say it could be either or. It could be over or under. But okay. I bet you my neighbor it's... waters quite a bit, so I think it might be over watering. Do your yeah okay. Do your little probe and make sure it's not soggy. Well, which oh, sure. I expect it's not. Yeah. But uh, I'll yeah. be surp- I'll be surprised if it's over water. Yeah. So if okay. you see him if watering on a Wednesday. You would look at Wednesday morning. You would go Thursday morning and check it all out, and it should be moist, not wet, not sopping okay. wet. It should be moist. And we're and, talking cross okay. vine. Yeah, we're talking cross vine. So that's why we go either overwatering or underwatering, but it's really highly unlikely because it's pretty tough. Yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. I'll take a look at that next time we do some watering. Okay. Thanks, guys. Okay, good luck. Bye. Thank you. You take care. Give us a report if you find out. Yeah, 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 yeah. Tell us. Yeah. Okay. We'd like to know. We'll do. Yeah, we'll do. Thanks. All right. 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. That'll be interesting to find out. what. Right, right. Well, uh, I did a little uh, consultation uh, over in, in the Dominion, and uh some hollies, and this is one of the new new varieties of hollies. It, it would they were gorgeous, very narrow and along a fence. And the gentleman said, "Yeah, I dug out 
This is in the Dominion, so there's a lot of rock. And, and I dug it all out and put in new soil. I went, oh, yeah, three by three. So three feet wide and three feet down. And I said it, it watered earlier. And I went down. He had some gravel on top, so I dug beyond that, got down to the soil. It was almost bone dry. Hmm. It was dry. It was really organic. It drained, and it was on a slope, a little bit, just a little bit of slope. But I'm going, I bet you the water is just going right through this, right down to the ground. And he said, well, those are, are doing much better. Well, yeah, those are all level on top. Yeah. And, it, and not only that artificial soil situation there, but if you have a rocky soil, mm-hmm. like over at uh, my neighborhood, over at Medical Center, that's the same, the same thing. You, your reservoir is, is to, you know, four inches right. or three inches, and you, you got to get that soaked. You got to get it uh, soaked so, in the frequent. Yeah. So, so, yeah, and yours, you'd have to be watering frequently because you have less available material to, to for the water molecules to hold on to in the in an organic mix you almost have to really soak it well because we used to know this when when a lot of the uh planting mixes had a peat in them um if it had dried out You'd water it, and that water would just sheep right across that, uh, that peat if it had clumped up at all. And you couldn't get it wet for the life, the life of you, is what we'd like to say. But, uh, but you'd have to really soak it slowly to get the water in. And I think that's what was happening. The water was uh, just, just draining right off. And in a two-minute watering or a five-minute watering mm-hmm. is not not going to do the job. It's got to be, it's got to be a little longer than that, and it's it's got to take into account the uh, the kind of soil you got. Yeah. So well, what it did is uh, we had increased it. I recommended increasing it by fifty percent. So he was doing ten minutes mm. on a sprinkler, and so I said, let's do fifteen minutes, and uh, and then we're going to monitor it and maybe ha- add some hand watering with a wand. Uh, in between that, even uh, especially at the beginning, yeah. So these the, these the were can do at, a, at the end of the ninety day period. Uh, he had not followed Mark's three two one program. Oh, uh, but it why? Was, it was it was why close. It listen? was close, uh, but it was at the end of the ninety day period. They he planted them ninety days ago, and I said, "Yeah, you may have to." water a little bit longer heavy now these are hollies that's one of the ones we recommended mm-hmm. recommend all the time uh but uh yeah you may have to water just a little bit more okay for another 60 days i said oh wow okay or or for uh, eight weeks all right and that will get us to the end of september yeah i'm, I'm waiting for the waiting for august to be over it hasn't even started yet. Uh, maybe, maybe a disturbance in the Gulf would be, oh, that'd be uh, nice. pleasurable, yes. All right. 210-308-8867. I'll look at the weather and see if I see anything. 210-308-8867 is our number. You're listening to Millburgers Gardening South Texas. And we are going to take a quick break and come back right after this. You're listening to 930 AM. This is The Answer. 
We're back with Milberger's Gardening South Texas. Once again, Dr. Jerry Parsons, Dr. Calvin Finch, Milton Glick, and your calls on 9:30 a.m. The Answer. And welcome back to Milberger's Gardening South Texas on 9:30 a.m. The Answer. Milton Glick, along with uh, Mark Peterson, in for Dr. Jerry Parsons today, and uh, probably tomorrow. Uh, it will yes. be tomorrow. Good. Yes. And Dr. Calvin Finch. Who's checking out something? I don't know where he went. Um, but yeah, we're here live at Millburgers at 1604 on Bull Road, where there's a nice breeze and uh, lots of color. So we encourage you to come on out. And I, I, yes, uh, I'm just fascinated with the uh, Cora, uh, the Vinca. Yeah, the Cora. There are some really deep, deep reds right on the end here mm-hmm. that uh, I'm just lovely. I'm just enamored with them. Um, uh, as Calvin and I had said uh, in the past, we like reds and whites together. Yeah. The Vinca. We like reds and whites together. Oh, I yeah. think it's just gorgeous. Uh, um, so they're all on sale right here at Milburn's. Mm-hmm. Uh, all, all the we got lots of them here. And, yeah, uh, highly encourage everybody to come on by and get some. And there's some some porch lock out there too. That's uh, another one of my go-to's during the summertime uh, for a full sun bed. Now nobody has mentioned the uh, blue pombrego. There's yeah. a, few, a few of those in bloom right here. Right, right. That uh, I, I was uh, thinking about that and pointing them out a little while ago. They they are really gorgeous. No, they are, and it's interesting too. I don't know if it's just different, slight variation in the, but the ones kind of in the dappled sun are a little darker. It seems like than the ones in the full sun. Yeah, I think that's their preferred habitat. Is dappled? Is dappled? Yeah, and they're one of my, they're one of Milt's favorites. Milton's favorite. I need. I need you to. Have, you have Milton's well as, five. Milton's five. Yes. I so have, but just only have because one. I have my Peterson's picks. Now yeah, you I got Milton's faves. But I got to get something that's alliteration okay. like Peterson's picks. Uh, I'll, I'll think of something. Milt's most. Uh, I got. I'll yeah, keep working I, on. Yeah, it. we'll work on it. We'll I'll work. Think on about it. it over the night. And, but uh, especially because n- no, very little maintenance. Except no maintenance. For, you, you were right. You were right. Yeah, I mean, right? we don't do anything to ours. It froze. It came back. You water it. It still grows and blooms. You want to kind of do some propagation and spread it out. You just kind of clip it and stick it, and it roots. Um, really? Is that, is that like did, yeah. plastic? I was going to say, you go to uh, Lowe's or Gardenville or something like that and get what? some plastic flowers. No. Slip them and put them in the ground? No, this is oh. just the real blue plump. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah, Laura cut a bunch of them off and we trimmed it, and she just went, which is the sound of you putting, or Laura putting them in the ground. And, uh, yeah, they, uh, I think almost all of them came, came up and. She didn't take any roots with them, huh? Just they sprouted on. Yeah. I'll be darned. Is that not right? That, well, I just have, I haven't experienced that. Okay. But, uh, yeah, if uh, the feral cats love them, <laughs> I'm not sure that's a selling point or not. But, yeah, I, 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 it's a great plant because it just, and we have. Uh, My Westies love the feral cats. Oh, is that? I bet oh, they do. Oh, that's not the same as chasing them. Right? No. Uh, yeah. And the. Uh, yes, we've talked about the feral cats before. Yeah, we can talk like, about what plants the, uh, they like to lie in. There are different ones. They, they, I think they like the protection and the bushiness of the blue pombago. Oh, okay. 
I, I thought there was like aroma that they like better than others. Oh, maybe. I don't know. I don't know if they have an aroma or not. I don't know. Well, you want to, should we bring one up here and we can sniff it? Uh, well, I was going to do that during the next break. So. Okay, next break we'll sniff the uh, the blue plumbago. I'm trying to think of what other is. The Whopper begonias, but that's not a perennial. So I got to think of uh, perennials, huh? Okay. Well, I'll keep thinking. 210-308-8867 is the number. 210-308-8867. Mark, you mentioned the, um, the tour you did and uh, that... Well, it's, no, I participate, and I, I did not participate or lead this one. I just attended it. it okay, was, it was one of the few that I got up for. Few events that I got up for early in the morning and 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 went because I wanted to enjoy some outdoor time and one of my favorite parks was at San Pedro Springs. Yeah, I know that you. Um, I don't know if you still are, but for a while. You were out there walking, and uh, walking in San Antonio has some great parks so I and had great a, trails. Yeah. Do you have a favorite? Over over the last eight years, uh, I made an effort to walk both of the Howard Peak greenways, so both the Salado Creek and the Leon Creek. Mm-hmm. So, uh, and now they're joined in Eisenhower Park. Okay. Uh, up there, uh, you can you can walk on either uh, either uh, one of them, and and then they they're joined at the Eisenhower Park. So that's pretty good. Uh, but over the years, in bits and pieces, I have walked on either a total of both park both sides. Any kind of advice you give some people walking in this kind of weather? Do no, it a, don't. Yeah, no, they don't want to tackle no, no. that hole. It, it, uh, it's open. Uh, the trails are open five to eleven or dusk to dawn, one of the two. So uh, you, you you go as soon as you can, and then so yeah, and go get, early. Get up, get off the trail by ten. Yeah, be careful. Yeah, keep it short and and, and yeah. lots of water. Lots yeah, of water. But um, but, but for, for but plants it, and stuff for diversity and oh yes it's wonderful so i like the salado uh creek trail because uh it has very big trees it's mostly shady so you go through parks like uh comanche okay and uh, martin luther king area and then down and then to south side lions so you, mm-hmm. you always you're always in, in lots of trees the botan- uh, just a uh, short walk in the botanical garden is not. Yeah, it's pretty. Yeah, even uh, even for a bird watcher, from especially if you've just got a little bit of time while you're in San Antonio and you want to get a few species, uh, I always found that to uh, be a, a good place to. Hardberger does a good job of uh, I know of identifying the trees, but we haven't walked in many of them. Our, I think Eisenhower does too. They, don't they identify the trees that you're seeing? Yeah. Uh, so okay. Uh, or they the, all do. The long, no, yeah, no, no, no. Uh, certain ones do it more. Uh, in the past, uh, Eagle Scout or Boy Scouts would go out and that would be part of their project mm-hmm. is to identify trees and, and have some marking system, uh, markings on them and then a system at the head, the trailhead, where it says look for these types of plants and trees. Okay, so, yeah, I've seen that. So, so Harburger has done that as well. Um, the Medina River Nature Trail. Is that down. off 16? Yes. Yeah, I like that one too. Yeah, so they've made an effort to do that as well. That one's a pretty one, too. Yeah. Um, so, again, uh, lots of trees. Lots yeah. of shade this, time of shade this time of year. Yeah, but be careful. Maybe wait until the fall. 
Uh, I have seen, yes, I'm a, I have seen both coral snake Ooh. and rattlesnake along the, the creek trails. And they're very friendly. <laughs> Is that right? <laughs> hey, come on over. <laughs> you, you get about three or four feet away. Shake and, hands. <laughs> and they go, hi, I'm leaving. And okay, you go, good. goodbye. Pleasure um, meeting you. The, uh, are you going to walk from here to, to Austin? Uh, or bike? I'll wait till the uh, trail fully comes out, and then maybe, yeah, I'll do Where, a bike. What's the status of the trail now? I have no idea. I don't either. Maybe somebody so, can call us. So, um, you know, we have little little bits, and uh, we have the famous, um, uh, what's in Camino del Real? And that follows pretty much Nacogdoches. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I don't know how far out they go and would be considering that part of the trail. Uh, but that Nacogdoches goes all the way into San Pedro Springs. Mm-hmm. You know, they've got to cut through town to go. But uh, that would be the start. And I don't know, after 1604, where's it all go? I don't know. Okay. I know parts of it in New Braunfels that would take in Landa Park. Oh, that would be great. And Barton Springs and the, uh, the San Marcos Springs. Yeah. So, But I don't know what, what they're going to do or uh, so how they're going to get the right of way or what have you. Okay. 210-308-8867. That'll be neat. 210-308. It may be a long time in the future. Oh, okay. Yeah. We, we may be doing it in wheelchairs. You and I may be doing it in wheelchairs uh, as opposed to bicycles. Okay. <laughs> now, what does that say for Jerry and I, guys? What is your, sure what is your, I guess you could be hauling <laughs> us and behind your wheelchair. Yeah. Huh? What does Jerry usually say when he's telling a long story about someone? Mm-mm. No, they pass. passed. Yeah, they passed. Oh, okay. Oh, Milton, they passed. Yeah. Okay. Mm. Again, if you hear Jerry talk about you in a story, <laughs> you need to check your pulse to find out if you're still with us. All right, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867, toll free, it's 866-308-8867. Anything else in the paper that, uh, that was no, I, I, we talked I, about the tomatoes? I was so glad uh, the paper fairy came up and, and delivered this for me. Because I had not a chance, not a chance today, to read Calvin's article or our wonderful friend Neil Sperry. So, um, uh oh, sometimes you disagree with Neil. No, 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 no. But he, he, yeah, okay, yes, I do. Uh, but he had a question. Uh, somebody wrote in about their HOA has beautiful crepe myrtles right next to the pool. Oh. And and that's when I always roll my eyes going, why in the world would you put crepe barrels near a pool? No, 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 and finally, no. And why not? Because you get leaves and flowers. So leaves in the fall, flowers in the summer, and then seeds during the wintertime in the pool clogging up everything. So you never put a crepe mural next to a pool. So he, they, they were wondering what to do. And Neil, Neil says, well, on behalf of crepe murals for bothering you, 
Um, that that is true. So he has some to replace them. Uh, I'm trying to see what uh, what he replaced him with. But he does say, uh, maybe get a smaller version. That's what I wanted to talk about. There are well over 150 different varieties and sizes and colors mm-hmm. for crepe myrtles. Uh, we have a lot of them here at Millburgers. Yeah. And you still could plant this time of year. It's not the best time of year to plant, but you still can do it. I'm, th- I'm mulling over whether to do a workshop here oh. uh, next month. Um, telling everybody, here's how you plant a tree in the middle of summer. Okay. So you still can do it, but uh, I always love the the, uh, the dwarf varieties. I actually like the miniature. The miniature ones we like is kind of like a perennial. You know, they're only they're only ten to twelve inches tall. I and, never and I never find them. The bloom is very the strong. Bloom, the bloom is much. Yeah, you got to do it in the summer. Partial shade, I found, is the best. Uh, normally, we say crepe myrtles, full sun, full sun. I think these, because they're miniature dwarf, yada yada yada, they are stressed to begin with. There's there's something wrong with them, Milton. Just just, just something wrong with them. So they need to have a little shade to protect them a little bit. Okay. So, but but I have found sometimes they, uh, particularly after a, a cold, wet winter, they come out in the springtime, and then when it gets hot, they look fabulous. Yeah, they. Um, but the point is here. Uh, yeah, the the uh, art, the article says maybe get some smaller ones, and and I just wanted to make a lead into here at Millburgers. We do have all kinds. Um, so let's say I walked up to you guys here, and I had a couple questions. Like one was, uh, where's the restroom? Okay. Okay. And the second question was, we have a pool, and we want to plant something by it. What do we plant? Well, I just make a general statement. Is I like some, quote, dry, tropical, air quotes, no, oh, okay. You can't see the air quotes. Tropical looking vegetation. So, that I want Split color. Leaf. Ah, oh, sorry. Okay, we're good. No okay. color. Okay. okay, no color first. So I got you know stuff like uh, uh, if they didn't have any pets, maybe sago palms, uh, split leaf philodendrons, uh, plumbago, um, but that's that's shorter. It won't get so much in there. Uh, what else? Uh, even 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 uh, citrus or two. Hmm. That's interesting. That'd be nice when it's yeah. blooming. Yeah. yeah. What uh, a, and the uh, well, our hollies even some of the. Yeah. Hollies. So yeah, I was getting. Thank you, thank you, Kevin. Okay. Finish my thought is I would be doing hollies. Okay, so I want color though. Yeah. What do, what do I mean? Go okay. Just remember, color means flowers. That's that means true. going into the pool. Okay. Okay. And then you'd say, I don't care. No, I, I don't want care. Color. All right. So depending on the amount of shade, I'd uh, look across and see our selection here of color. So I see I see some plumbago blooming, and plumbago will bloom from May until October or November. Uh, what else do we have? We what have do, some pintas. Yeah. Now, what do people, when they plant by the pool, what are they looking for? Color, shade, both? 
that they're looking a lot of times they're looking for a barrier of some type uh but not only a barrier some shade okay so that's why a lot of times they plant live oaks and i go that's the same thing because you got the pollen yeah you got the acorns, oh man you have you got the leaves leaf yeah you got a lot of issues so never plant a live oak near a pool do you have any issues with the roots Getting a little aggressive? No, that's not necessary. If the pool was built correctly. Oh, okay. Uh, and, and a lot of reputable firms, you know, put that in the plans that they're going to have uh, either a, a barrier or, or some uh, rock to, to protect against it. So uh, you don't have to worry about that. If there is no air or no soil, the tree roots will just make a 90-degree turn. Oh, okay. All right. If they're big, however, they'll put some pressure on. But generally, generally, you don't have those trees near it. Oh, palms. Palms would be another good one. Oh, palms would be. So, I mean, so uh, but not, not much leaf drop. Yeah. Uh, our Mediterranean fan palm, Chinese windmill, uh, our native sable, sable minor. Uh, What's um, the big one around Woodlawn Lake? So that's the Washingtonia. There are two types. Okay. Washingtonia filifera or filifera and robusta. I think I, went to, which one? I think I went to school with Washingtonia. Uh, yeah, Washingtonia robusta or, or filifera. Guess which one died in uh, mass? In, I would guess it's ironic, so robusta. Yes, yes very good. Yeah, that's, you, you have caught, caught it, Calvin. Yeah, so Robusta died in uh, mass, 90%, 90-plus percent uh, wow. of them died in 21 and at the Big Freeze. So that's one you don't plant. Now, how do you know the difference? Uh, Philophera, Philophera has a big trunk, and that's the one along Woodlawn Avenue. Okay. And, you know, it has a big 12-inch trunk. Or more, yeah. Um, and then the robusta has like a six or eight inch trunk. Oh, okay. So it's tall and skinny. That one didn't. That one didn't survive. Okay. Which so, yeah. So so that and any kind of sable, sable, S A B A L, and then European fan palm, and Chinese uh, windmill palm. Hey, we got Carol on the line at 210-308-8867 with a, a report for us. 210-308-8867. Carol, welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. What's going on? Well, I called, I think it was on the 17th, maybe the 16th, and talked to you all about the HOA demanding that I reseed or resod immediately, if not sooner, or or else, and so I talked to you about planting seed because it's time even y'all didn't have sod. So I ordered seed, and you told me how to do it, and it was hot and difficult and dirty, and I watered as much as I could, and my water bill's astronomical, but I want to report that it's coming up. All right. And this is a Bermuda? I didn't, I didn't quite hear that part. Yeah. Okay. Yes, it's a Bermuda mix. I I would have waited for St. Augustine, but I couldn't. No, yeah, you know, no. This would be this would not be the time for St. Augustine. Uh, exactly. Or any, 
or any side, frankly. However, that was a great idea with the seed in the Bermuda because, yeah, you scratch it around a little bit in the bare areas and, and water it, like you said, water it, water it, water it, water it. I know. And uh, when we were doing the recommendations for watering, uh, during a drive, Calvin came up with uh, a, a number, and I followed that later on. Um, but, yeah, four to five weeks of intensive watering. Doesn't get, have to be deep watering. Yeah, no, no. But uh, I always found uh, in the morning and in the evening, if you could give it a little shallow watering sprinklers. This is one of those cases where the sprinkler works pretty well. Um, but uh, yeah, depending on how large the area is. Um, but that, yeah, it'll be up in three, three, four weeks and then you'll be mowing it and if you can keep it watered, you'll be mowing it. Well, yeah, I mean, I see tiny little grass blades in about eight days. I saw them in eight days. Yeah. And it's the intent, intensive watering. Okay, thanks so much for all your advice. Yeah, thanks, Carol. Ken, thank you for reporting back. Yeah, That's great. Thank you. Okay. All right. Bye. We're going to, bye-bye, Carol. We're going to take a quick break. You give us a call with a reporter or a question at 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. More of Millburgers Gardening South Texas coming up live from Millburgers, 1604 Bolverde Road on 930 a.m. The Answer. South Texas on 930 AM. The answer, 210-308-8867. You hear us bragging about her. Uh, Mary is on with us. She's uh, walked over, uh, and uh, she was showing us some cool stuff from the Certified Butterfly Garden, which she cares for here at Mill Burgers. Mary, what's going on in the garden? Well, I had what birders call a lifer, but it's my butterfly. I had a, oh. a peacock butterfly. First time I've ever seen one in live person. Huh. So I just saw a picture of it. I put it on the flame acanthus sign that that's a host plant for a peacock, but I hadn't seen one. Okay. Until this week, and I went, "Oh my God, it's a peacock!" Butterfly. Yeah, you've been doing that garden for a while too. Yeah. We haven't seen one yet until now. I planted it what maybe five years ago. Yeah. yeah. Um, a lot of people don't know what flame acanthus is. You want, yeah. want to describe oh it? Oh my gosh, flame acanthus is a very hardy native shrubby. I guess you call it a shrubby bush. Yeah, shrubby bush. It, it has it has like grass aspects to it, a tall, tall grass, but it's not. It, it's, it's not a shrubby. And then it's, it's a woody, just woody loaded with tubular flowers, yeah. uh, red or yellow. I've seen some come in yellow, and they. Milton. Tubular are more attractive to what? Uh, bees and hummingbirds. No. Hummingbirds. Hummingbirds and, and butterflies. And butterflies. Well, Mark I, was trying I to tell me the, the butterfly. Red, the red is more attractive than uh, the It is gold. better. Yes. The red one. I see loads of, I also see the native bees do robbing at the, you know, they call it nectar robbing on the base of those mm-hmm. uh, tubular flowers. They'll pierce it to get the nectar. Hmm. Mostly the carpenter bees do that. So what is, is that? Just the the nesting site for the the butterfly you're talking about? Yes, the peacocks. One of the peacocks hosts plants, 
is the flame acanthus, as well as certain kinds of mallow that I looked it up. Um, so that tells me I probably got some eggs laid on that, and hopefully, I don't know if that one was born in the garden mm-hmm. or... It's been pretty slim pickings today compared to we normally see here in front of right. the... Uh, oh, with the butterflies? Butterflies, yeah. But this week, uh, just the last couple of days, I've seen uh, a regular long-tailed skipper, which I haven't seen till now. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, we've seen them. Yeah, I, but the, uh, the other oh, ones no, were we white. Oh, no, we saw the black and white. White yeah, stripe. Yeah. Yeah, or uh, white, yeah. White, white, white tail, I think you told me. White stripe, yeah. long tail. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Big name for that little one. And the other one with the long tail has a bluish top kind of around his body and brown, no line. So I was very excited to see him this year. The um, b- um, bumblebees still find the f- yeah. f- f- fire bush to be their most They're popular. robbing on the, on the base. Yeah, nectar robbing on the base of it. They love it. Hmm. Um, so, what else have you seen? And and is that the is that butterfly coming through? Is it just native to here? But we haven't seen any. Well, because flame acanthus is native to here, I'm sure it's native oh, okay. to here. Okay. Yeah, and uh, the acanthus is what I was going to tell you, uh, people, is they, it can grow in solid rock. That that thing is great. If you in a rocky area, that's a great bush to have. And if you want to uh, fight with the plant, uh, I mean, it's right in the list with bamboo and uh, your... Uh, Which one are you looking at? Uh, what was Mark planting? Uh, oh, the, the, the herb. The, the mint, mint, no. mamboo mint, no, yeah, and no. then that, then that yellow uh, miscanthus. That's a, another one that you could. There's where your machete comes in here. Yeah. Wow. All right. Oh, I thought you were also going to say that it is one of the saws permitted plants. And so if you want to get rid of your grass, you're in a rocky area and going, I give up. I don't want to plant any more glass. Uh, you can take that out and put that uh, uh, nithicansis in. And uh, it's one of the permitted plants. That to, 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 for the coupon plants. When I say permitted plants, I mean uh, one of the coupon plants. And that's available here. Do we still have any? I don't have any at the moment. Okay. Yeah, but just uh, I want, you know, for your information, FYI. So what what do you expect to start seeing in the butterfly garden? Well, I haven't seen a lot of sulfurs yet. Few. Not There's, many, no. And uh, I've seen a lot of the gray hair streaks. We got a, we Some got of the little riker ones, the tiny little blue when they open up their wings. Oh, I guess we got a, another month for the, another the, month big, for the monarchs? big migration. Yeah, that's right. I'm trying to get prepared for that. Uh keep the blooms going yeah the the uh, about the only thing that let's see oh well we got the tropical uh milkweed of course and then then we got the uh, a lot of gardeners have the uh butterfly weed that's blooming it's not a not generally a place that they lay their eggs though but uh, it's a good nectar source um, oh, were you going to say something? I'm sorry. Oh, I'm so, not sure. What, um, how can the butterfly, the certified butterfly garden, be a tool for someone who wants to build their own butterfly garden? 
definitely come out and see what's going on in it because I okay. do have activity even in this heat with fewer blooms. They come to visit in there. Okay. And the plants that I've planted are really good at attracting the butterflies. Plus, they're um, they're attractive as part of a landscape. True. Yeah. So you get uh, you can get. Uh, is it, is it a wilder or an orderly garden? Well, either way, I did a more wild design. I kind of enjoy that. It is a little more upkeep. Sometimes the ground cover gets overwhelming. So it's all a matter of taste. But the main plants, I've labeled them for okay. the butterflies so that you we, can We don't get say a, wild. We say relaxed. We say relaxed. It's, a relaxed okay. oh. it's English garden style. Oh, fill it I, with plants, and it doesn't have to be ground cover. Because I do see people in the neighborhood that um, that have them, and they have the little signs that say "Certified Butterfly Garden." Mm-hmm. And then the next, the neighbor next to them doesn't have one, and it's yeah. What is it? What do you call it? If you don't call well, it wild, it's relaxed. It, it is, is, it is relaxed, definitely relaxed. Relaxed yes. design, yes. So I think you probably have to have a certain amount, a certain personality to. You you yeah. can't want you My, got you got to want the butterflies and not the orderliness of the uh, the the yard. So I'll, I'll tell you what, my whole front yard is wild. <laughs> okay, really gotten wild lately because no, I'm no, too no, no. tired to go out there yeah. to clean up something. It's, it's, relaxed. it's relaxed. Yes, it's, it's very relaxed. relaxed. You walk out, but, the, but it's a you walk you out know the door what? and you can All hear all the kids in the neighborhood ah. love my yard. Oh, I bet they love it. They, they they like to see the change in the seasons and the textures, and. So I, I highly encourage everyone who wants to have a more relaxed design. Mm-hmm. Yes. Separate. So have your, your plants over here and then maybe your neighbor's yard or maybe you want a little grass. Perfectly acceptable, a little long, but separate the two. A little, some rocks or some bricks or a low-rise wall, stone wall. Um, and that seems to be a lot, lot uh, easier on people's minds. They can look at either two, either one. Okay. Of course, the wildlife, the plants, they don't care. But for people, they seem to be go, okay, that's the relaxed area. That's the more formal grass area. And that's, that's exactly that works out much better for people. Okay. Because here's my nice lawn right at the front yeah. of my house where mm-hmm. I do most of my walking. And then there's this area of just beautiful chaos. Right. Yeah. Oh, that's a nice description. Yeah. So that's that's what I always recommend. A little bit of grass, uh, nicely maintained and what have you. But then more importantly are the uh, wildlife-friendly perennials that are going out. Okay. For, for bees, butterflies, oh, and, and wait, birds. And, you know, before I did that, I never saw a mantid fly. I never saw the the um, robber flies. I never saw as many insects and bee varieties, sweet bees, uh, leafcutter bees, bumblebees, carpenter bees, everything. It's so you know what you need is some coral vine, and we just happen to have it. I have, have that. Do you? And I have this. Oh. And I have the snowberry, the snowberry uh, moth. Yeah. The hummingbird moth also, because that's one of their host plants. And you, you, one of my friends on the Internet goes, you plant them and they will come. And they do. Yeah. <laughs> they do. Okay. 
Mil- Milton and I, uh, when we see those uh, uh, butterfly moths, we turn our heads because the last time we were watching them and oh yeah, and admiring and everything, and the grackle came and <laughs> scooped it. Sc- it was a circle of life it. moment. It was rather Oops. shocking because <laughs> I think we were. Oh, oh, the willows. We were the, we oh. were on the air talking about it. I go, oh look, there's one of the the butterfly moth. It's got a ah. <laughs> <laughs> Oops, there yeah. was. It didn't even walk over to it. It just like. Hum. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you, Mary. Thanks for, for sure. coming by. Thank you, guys. All right. 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. And toll free, it's 866-308-8867. Let's take a quick break. Come back in a moment. Right here on 930 AM, The Answer. Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, on 930 a.m. The answer, 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. Yes, sir, were you going to say something? Were you no. going to brag on your book, that uh, the the thing that Mary was talking about? No, no. Uh, what she, well, uh, while we're off there, we're talking about a great book out of uh, Austin, Austin Parks Break. Parks and Recreation and the Watershed Department and A&M, I think, as well as are all authors of what we call the Austin Book or the Purple Book is uh, the latest version. And, And then on this latest version, they have a small section about how to take care of lawn grasses that, that I helped write. So, um, okay. but it's it's great because it's pictures, and you have and it's broken down by shade trees, small trees, shrubs, large shrubs, small shrubs, perennials, roses, and ground covers. Mm. Is there a cost for this book? There, there is. Uh, it's about two dollars to two seventy five or something like that. Very, very cheap. Yeah, uh, we have them here at Millburgers, and just for the cost. Uh, covering the costs and a little bit of administration, I would think. Okay. So that's what that's what Mary and I were talking about. Okay, good. Uh, so it uh, it is the perennial guidebook, I think is what we call it. Uh, but it's the purple, the latest copy, the latest version is the purple covered one. The purple one. Yeah. All right. So it's fantastic. 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867, toll free, it's 866-308-8867. Uh, give us a call and tell us what's going on in your gardening world. Calvin, what do you think uh, folks ought to be you were, be thinking about? Well, of course, the, the heat and keeping the uh, plants watered, but... but um, uh, a point where we made in uh, is quite important. It's good to to let your plants dry out in between watering. That doesn't mean like the desert dry out, but it means the the surface uh, top half inch or inch to dry out, and then before you rewater, you don't want plants like uh, uh, or, or 
our annual flowers there to uh, uh, be in uh, soggy soil constantly. They need to drought. So that that's part of, part of it. And then uh, planning, we mentioned uh, still got time to do the tomatoes. Mm-hmm. Get them in if you want them. It's a it's kind of an it's experiment every fall, but gosh, it's amazing that the that the uh, plants, the recommended plants that are still available in one gallon uh, containers, are all here. So get uh, even if you just get a Ruby Crush or BHN 968, but uh, you can get Red Snapper, you can get Tycoon. Uh, we, of, we, said, we said celebrity tycoon. What, uh, uh, what was it? Now you got me doing it. Not Valley Cat. What's the What's the other one? Red Snapper. Red no. Snapper. Red, Red Snapper. That was, okay. that was, sorry, sorry yeah. to, to frighten me. Frighten you. Okay, I'm okay. You okay? <laughs> uh, but yeah, that was kind of great selection here. What? Look over at the, the right of the tree if he keeps going. The squirrel? No, a little smaller. The squirrel? Oh, okay. There he goes. See him? Running oh. along with the... Well, right. I don't know. That's okay. 210-308-8867. We'll, we'll see him, I guess. 210-308-8867. Um, you didn't ask me yet. Oh, so what do you think? Oh, I think I prefer lemonade, but if you want iced tea during during this month, that's fine too. Or you can put both together. <laughs> Thanks. That's what you should be doing, right, during the month oh, of August. Oh, okay, month of August. That's drinking, just... drinking iced tea, or You're drinking and planning. Yeah, well, well, or planning. Yes, you mentioned planning. Planning, planning for the fall garden, and there are a few things which you should be planting. Okay, but uh, I like. Uh, Sitting early morning with a uh, lemonade. That's more of a northern thing, but uh, you could have some tea too, and and enjoying enjoying the lovely. You don't go to the Dunkin' Donuts for your coffee and and uh, no, I'm clutchy and I'm I'm supposed to be off the sugar. So uh, yeah, doctor. Okay. Those doctors. doctors. They don't know anything, yeah. Mm. So, Gosh, he just is getting so much like Jerry, isn't he? Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm, I'm channeling. Mm. Channeling my inner Jerry. Uh, but anyway, yeah, so uh, uh, in other words, uh, August is a relaxing time. Uh, get into the garden early in the morning mm-hmm. and enjoy your lemonade or tea. And uh, water at dusk or at dawn. Oh, okay. That's an easy, easy rule to remember. Uh, at dusk, the plants want it. They're desperate in need of water. But at dawn, uh, we have less evaporation. We're, we're losing less water when we apply it. Huh. So uh, if you think oh, about okay. it, if you okay. think about it, in the summer months, usually around eight, eight thirty, uh, we the wind picks up. So uh, so if you're doing it seven to eight, uh, then uh, the wind picks up and you're losing a lot. Whereas okay. in the in the morning, uh, the wind is down, 
and then if you do it at seven or eight, you're 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 not losing a lot to evaporation or wind. So, dusk or dawn. All right. That's that's the easy way to remember it. Well, you um, you just have to do it, what whatever is available in your schedule too. So did you? Right, right, right. I didn't. I, I didn't make a big effort. Did on you that, want to come on the air with us? Okay. Got, All right. Got a question from Crab. Grab the mic, and you'll be on the air. Oh wait, wait a minute! It looks like he has stuff. Are we ready? Sure. Okay. I wanted to ask you guys what you think of Desert Willow. Okay. And if you recall, oh. I promised you three guys, since I'm a beekeeper. Oh, well, well, yeah, you promised honey. Jerry, but I'll take no, it. I, wow. You, was it? You. Okay. <laughs> oh, wow. This is neat. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I, I harvested on Thursday, extracted oh, yesterday. Oh, and, 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 it's, and, and it's from here. We always like to say local, local, local. Blanco. Thank you. Well, we'll yeah. have to. So, well, Desert good. Willow. All okay. right. So, okay, you said uh, Blanco, but uh, uh, Desert Willow. Um, we are on the extreme eastern edge of its native habitat, which means those times when we have lots of rain, <laughs> when we have lots of rain, it doesn't do very well. Those times when we have less rain, it does very well. Now, the, uh, the one that we strongly recommend, or a lot of people recommend, is the Bubba ver- version. It's pretty, too. It's pretty. It has a darker purple, darker yeah. darker lavender. I don't know. Yeah. Flower, I think it's more, the flower is more purple. And that, uh, actually, Paul Cox and, and a few, me, and a few others were uh, having adult beverages one night, and we, uh, we named it Bubba. So uh, it is an excellent. We definitely got to keep them out of the tap. Yeah, yeah, no kidding. Uh, that was a long time ago, uh, but that's the one to have uh, because it is a cultivar. Um, you have to watch on the bottom, on the pruning, because desert willow likes to sprout from the bottom so you have to be very judicious on your pruning and be expert on that so because you want to have it a single stem uh, on that and i like single stems for for all flowering plants small trees and everything like that a lot of people like multiple stems coming out of the ground that's fine too uh it's all a matter of personal preference but that's the one i would go at and a lot of a lot of uh People have a little problem. Mark mentioned the main issue here: the rain, the rain versus the dry. And you you also don't don't want it in the middle of a San Augustine lawn. Yeah. The uh, back yeah, when I you mean, see them, have you seen them around town? Mm-hmm. Where do you see them? Uh, I'm talking to Mike, so we can hear. Yeah, I live in uh, Marymont, and as you're coming on or into Marymont on Starcrest from 410. Yeah. There's one right there, oh. practically the gateway to the... Uh, yeah. Now, if you go further in, it's going to get heavy shade. That's not what you want. So it's right on the entrance. I know which one you're talking about. Yeah. Um, yeah. Full sun. There's another one on the flyover, and it's the weirdest thing you've ever seen, but it's a flyover from 410 to 281 North. It's on the right, right by the airport. Huh. Yeah. And... If you notice, if you go by there in a couple of weeks and it's gone, you don't 
remember me. We don't, we don't know your name. We never met you. They're, but they're, they're, they're a good good choice. Uh, yeah. So, we, so the, the, saw, the Saw's offices did, yeah. in the old days had them. Yeah. The, old, the old Saw's it, office. Yeah. yeah, made it possible for not to use much water. Mm. Because they, they prosper yeah. and were attractive. Where I've seen them, too, and this, just like your one on the flyover, is like you'll be at a drive through for Palapas or for uh, Whataburger, and you'll see them planted, and there's they're covered with rocks, and they're they're sucking up the, the fumes from the car. They just they just seem pretty tough. The, the one that I know of is the entrance to the Botanical Gardens okay. on Funston. On the uh, north-hand side or the left-hand side as you're going in. And, again, that that's a really good telltale one because if it's in full, full bloom, it's a bubba. If it's in full bloom, it must be really dry and hot because that's what it prefers. It's like yeah. our, our Esperanza and our Prairie Barbados. They do really well. On and it's on a slope. There you go. Oh. Uh, thank you. Thank you, Calvin. Yeah, it's on a slope. And, and surrounding it is all uh, drought-tolerant perennials, so that's that's the best place yeah. for it. I know uh, I know hummingbirds like it. Do bees like it? Because he's cared. Yeah. Do, you, do you care about bees on yeah. the? Okay. So it's a it's a blue color. Remember our colors that oh. please favor. Okay. As blue lavender or purple, blue lavender, uh, yellow and can, white. Can you confirm that? He's shaking his yeah. head. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, they don't like red. It's black to them, oh. so they don't they don't see it. Huh. So those are the ones. So, uh, in other words, yes, it's a great uh, bee tree. Okay, very cool. So, where what is? How long have you been doing the beekeeping and the honey uh, and the? Five years. Oh, I can't hear you. Got to. Nope. Five go. years and wow. Uh, yeah. Now this uh, this has got. Uh, what 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 is it in it's, here? It's got a little bit of comb, uh, okay, not a that, lot. That's a, yeah, that you see that. Oh, okay. Up at yeah, the top. That, yeah. Yeah. And uh, so that's cool. How did you get into beekeeping? Um, I just I kind of like bees, and I had a space for it up, you know, in my place near mm-hmm. Blanco. Mm-hmm. And, oh, okay. Uh, yeah. And so I'm always around looking for stuff to put in the bee yard. And so what's the smallest? area because we see that a lot we see uh, there's a it's an urban urban something there's an urban for i mean farm yeah uh, or, right, they'll yeah. talk about chickens but they'll talk about bees too mm-hmm. what's the smallest area you'd recommend or do you recommend people do bees in a neighborhood oh you can have it on a half acre okay. it just depends on you know your neighbors oh that, okay that's the thing yeah, hey, 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 Milton. Yeah? You know what a beekeeper is called? Uh, what? Apiist. Oh, that's right. Okay. Apiary. <laughs> yeah. Apiologist. Something okay. like that. So you're, you're an apiologist? <laughs> no, an apiary. You're apiarist. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. I knew there was another syllable in there, but it just yeah. sounded better for Milton. Yeah. Apiist. So I saw a Facebook post, <laughs> mm-hmm. and you can confirm this or not. It was in San Antonio, and it was showing a car that these bees had just covered here in town. It said, this is what's going on in San Antonio right now. Don't disturb them. You know, we need them. Uh, and uh, you can put out, like, uh, sweetened water, that they'll, and they'll kind of break up off the car. But is that really happening in San Antonio now? They're coming through? Or they're... 
It's not particularly now. I mean, it can happen, but it just means they're swarming. Okay. Yeah. And what happens with swarms is uh, the bees will decide that they're getting too crowded in wherever they're located. Oh. So the current queen will take half of the you know, the workers and she'll go someplace else. And during that time, you know, that's, that's when you see the pictures of the people with, you know, beards oh, yeah. made of bees. Yeah. Because, oh. Yeah. If you've got the queen, mm-hmm. then, you know, the rest of the bees will crowd around her yeah, and, and they won't bother you. Um, and I realize I'm kind of creating competition, so you don't have to answer this, but where do people learn about this? Oh, um, San Antonio has a uh, beekeeping society. Blanco County also has one. Uh, Kamal County has one. Mm -hmm. And there's tons of stuff on YouTube, tons of stuff on Facebook. And do you... Um, sell at farmers markets? Do you do? I don't sell it. I give it away. Oh, yeah. Okay. Well, thank you. You're very welcome, and uh, enjoy it. Uh, we appreciate it it's very much. Yeah. A little darker than what you'll normally see mm-hmm. in, in A and P or you know or H E B, but uh, I think you'll find it to be pretty tasty. Thank you. That's great. So you'll give us a report on the uh, Bubba, right? Are you getting one? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I'm going to watch that. Is there one in the... Uh, oh, I'm sure they have one. I'll, I'll take it home with me. <laughs> we'll say goodbye for today. Thank you so much. And we'll see you tomorrow back here on Millburgers Gardening, South Texas at 9.30 a.m. The Answer. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.